3: You know what, I didn't even realize that the the playoff rules were different in overtime, so I have, I assumed you just want the ball because you score a touchdown and win, but I guess that's not the case. Um, so I don't really – I don't totally know the strategy there. No, no, we haven't talked about it, no.
4: Wow. Crazy stuff, man. I know we, we cover, like, when you get to a Super Bowl and, hell, you have 123 – million viewers on average TV and and streaming numbers that uh, and then the Taylor Swift man I mean come on the Swifties they, they brought a whole bunch of people so they wanted to know stuff it is the weirdest thing though the Kyle Shanahan's players it's a new rule don't get me wrong it's fairly new and that is the new format for overtime playoffs it's different it's different than the regular season um, but it is crazy that his players on offense and defense came out after the game and said, we didn't know what the rules were. It just it – is a That ru- seems
0: fireable, man. I know we it, did a good fireable. job and got do them there. Why you want to keep saying
4: that? The guy's one of the best coaches. He's one of the best coaches. Yeah, yeah. he's
0: also got a, uh, don't a reputation care. for blowing it in big games.
4: Well, a lot of people say at least we're going to big
0: games. Yeah, good luck selling that to your players. That's the only thing that I wonder is did he lose the players with that? How do you for them to all not be on the same page in such a big situation? That's not the These are the kinds of things you just don't get over so easily, what man. What do you you are Like treating, it's not on to the next one. That
4: that hurts. You know what's amazing? You come in and we get going on something and you're treating Kyle Shanahan like he went 2 and 15 this year.
0: And, and but I how many times it. have you seen a you know some some kind of error that you just, you know, the Super Bowl or a monster game like that, and you can't overcome it. It happens a lot. It and it's a franchise crusher. He was involved in that Atlanta thing. He was a coordinator. He was involved in it. He had his hands all over it. Yes. And that thing was so bad that they had to break up that entire thing.
4: Well, that, that city, I, I don't know, Woody. That collapse was Woody, so bad. Woody, let me bad. ask you a question. The You're Seattle
0: the thing, Joe. How about the Seattle thing? Talk about a bad call. Terrible call! That thing was was a mess for years. Yeah, did Pete
4: Carroll? Did you were you ready to fire him after that game? I think some of his players were. <laughs> Is that what you can come up? You you, you just spin it whatever. Well, there are a couple guys who are pissed at him.
0: Yeah. I just think it's such an incredible error to not at least you know during the two weeks of preparation and not have any idea what what the overtime scenario would be. So Don, Shula, and not only that, but to make the wrong call on the coin toss, Don Shula. Let me give you another one. I, I want to give you
4: this into all Dolphin fans, and I'm going to get it stirred up here a little bit this morning because this-, this one popped up the other day and i talking to one of my old teammates, and I don't want to say his name because he he likes staying out of my big mouth and controversy. How about if Don Shula, who all season long when David Woodley did not play well in the first half, put Don Strzok in and Don Strzok cleaned up the mess? People know what, what I'm talking about. Woodstock, and we had the lead because Fulton Walker returned a kick. Only because of that, we took the lead before the half. Fulton Walker returns one for a touchdown right before the half. We go into halftime of Super Bowl Seventeen, and we're leading the Washington Redskins at the time. Um, Shoes never goes with Don. Shul- uh, goes with Don Strock in this second half. Never makes that move. We're all kind of sitting back. 'Cause David's thing was not to throw the ball and bring you back. If he got off to a good start, great if we were playing He never brings in the guy that could go into the two minute drill for a half and, and and knew exactly what we needed to do, he never played him. He never played him in the game. I don't think he played even at the end of the game and and we were all kind of like um so let me ask you to that point: If it was today's game, they'd be getting on Shula for not staying consistent on his policies. You're going to get rid of Don Shula.
0: Oh, I think there's a different. Oh, situation, it's different. But okay, wasn't Shula an established like great coach at yeah, that point? Yeah, he'd already gone 17 okay. and
4: 0, so yeah, so he's no. he's okay off that.
0: They're they're asking the question on ESPN this morning: Which was worse for Shanahan, the 28-3 collapse or Sunday's overtime decision?
4: Oh, the 28-3 was.
0: Come on, twenty-eight three. Is, is bad. By but this was just like, again, as a head coach, you you gotta you gotta be aware of these things. It's I, just it's a, it's a shame, Woody. I'm I'm but, with you that Kyle you know, the
4: fact that Kyle Shanahan's players are coming out after the game saying
0: we had no plan, we had no idea, we didn't know
4: what the we didn't know what the what the rules were, and you're like, oh my god, Kyle.
0: Yeah, that is a massive failure. And by the way,
4: not not five days to prepare, not six days, not an extra week. How does that happen?
0: You had to think that there was a chance that game went to overtime too, right? Like, those yes. teams are pretty even. The Chiefs have played everyone really close. They're not blowing anyone out. That's bizarre, man. It's really bizarre. He made a, a handful of questionable calls in that game, but that's that a handful, at the coin toss. But, but was,
4: for me, when, the, when I found out after the game that the players had, had spoken and said we didn't know what the rules were in the second one in overtime – everybody's kind of come out privately and said you let them have the ball first. You take it second. I don't know where he's coming up with this third possession stuff. Who's thinking third possession? You're thinking about frigging – Mahomes wasn't thinking third possession. His ass was thinking, and Andy Reid, we got some special-ass place once we get down there and score.
0: Yeah, and Mahomes like rubs it in their faces. There wasn't going to be a third possession because we're going to go for two regardless, right? And that's the other thing. If you get the ball first, you can't go for two. But I will tell you one thing, Woody.
4: If you've been there and you've done it and you got guys and you know and they know and everybody watching the game knows, you got Mahomes to (laughs) march. It's a different feeling. No matter who he's playing with, you're going, oh, boy, this is – And you can get on Shanahan all you want. I'm not going to fire him for what happened.
0: The question is though, did, does he lose? Does he start to lose players? And that's what happened in Seattle.
4: Yeah, I. If I, you
0: go back to the Seattle thing, remember players started to turn on the, the whole the whole deal. And so it is interesting. You're talking
4: about like so Nick Boza comes back here. and He's with Joey and his, his father John Boza, and they're all sitting around and and they're they're going through everything. And those guys are asking the same, talking about the same stuff we're talking about. And you wonder if some of those guys go. Damn, man! What was he doing, man? What what, what are you what are yeah. you thinking? Like
0: exactly, they start to blame this guy, and things get ugly. He
4: just has had such a great reputation. And yeah, I,
0: and he's done a good job, but that that's you know again, there are some certain mistakes that you don't get over, and I, I I have to think that this might be one of them.
4: So I still don't know if you can put this with the way Seattle lost for Pete Carroll or being up 28-3 to in a Super Bowl with a quarter and a half left. I mean, that's hard to lose. I mean, you could do that a thousand thousand times with a thousand different combinations of teams playing. I mean, everything. Turning over the ball, scoring quickly. Um, When you do get a first down, there's a penalty, and the play gets called back. I mean, it was just... And it was on. And New England's going, we've been here. We know how to come back. I thought that was Tom Brady's two greatest moments, that 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 comeback and going to Tampa Bay and winning for year one with that Tampa Bay team, who had no idea at that point how to win a Super Bowl. That was a 500 team before he got there. They were good. Don't get me wrong. That whole team was like, we just need a quarterback. We think we can win it all. Of course, they said that with the Jets. He couldn't stay healthy, so you never know. We, uh, we do have a lot of stuff uh, coming up here on the show and plenty of stuff to talk about. Big, big numbers. And really, no surprise, for everybody that rips the commissioner of the National Football League, Woody, with more viewers means more money and more people. I'm guessing CBS left really happy with the numbers, shattering the record of 123.5 million viewers on average that stayed around for four-plus hours, TV and streaming. The number's crazy. Just, uh, just nuts. All-time record. We're, we just saw a lot of records shattered in a sport, and you're going, how much more can this thing grow in this country? I guess we got a little help from Taylor Swift. I don't know what the Swifty numbers are. But uh, pretty amazing numbers, man. Pretty amazing numbers. And they want to grow it. They're not done, man. I don't know if this thing, if we're just teasing all these other parts of the world or if we're serious about someday giving them more than just a teaser, a game. But uh, it's doing just fine here. Doing just fine right now in, uh, in the United States. All right. We got to go to break here. We've uh, got a lot of stuff to get to here and uh, always, always plenty to talk about. 305-567-0560. I do want to take a minute to tell you about my friends at Air Around the Clock, air conditioning and plumbing. Boy, I'll tell you what, 35 years in the business, I, I just tell people, ask me, oh, what about Air Around the Clock? And, you know, there's so many air conditioning companies out there. I go, there's one Air Around the Clock, my man. There's just one that has and was built because I've known that man. We lost him. Big Daddy Lenny started this thing, and it was built on great service. It was built on working all night. Some of the people that worked for him thought he was crazy because he said, hey, we're not going home. We got more work to do today. We got some people need some help. They need a new air conditioning unit. We need to fix what they have. It's important. 135 trucks now on the road to serve you trained and certified technicians, some of the best plumbers in the business as well, licensed, experienced plumbers to help you out. Now, here's what makes Air Around the Clock air conditioning and plumbing really special. This is me talking. I want to let you know it's seven days a week, number one. We have air conditioning units of all different sizes, and not just that, but we have water heaters, ream water heaters, all different sizes to fit your home Uh, your rental property, your business, whatever it is, we have them in stock. We have a warehouse full of air conditioning units and water heaters, and the goal is same-day installation. That's the goal every day. Financing plans to help you out. Great service and still family-owned. We lost Big Daddy Lenny, but we didn't lose Eric and Mike and Chippy, and they are working machines right now, and they want to let you know any kind of problem you have with plumbing inside or outside, any kind of air conditioning problem, We got really good people working seven days a week to take care of your problems right now. Just go to 1-888-FIX-MY-AC. You see the billboards, 1-888-349-6922 for air around the clock, air conditioning and plumbing.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
3: They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
4: Hey, welcome back and uh, good morning, everybody. Hopefully everybody got a little sleep, got, got back rested up a little bit. After a uh, late Sunday night, um, a lot of football. One of the few times we haven't heard anybody complain, or at least I haven't, uh, about another extra hour of football. That was it, man. That was it. It was – you saw some tired teams, played a lot of football, and uh, there was going to be no tie, obviously, for the Super Bowl. That thing was going to go until we got a winner. You know, a lot of people – didn't know the rule. Tony Romo said something right at the end of the game uh, that hey, because uh, it was down to like the last minute of the of the fifth quarter of of overtime, and they're going to keep playing. It was going to go into another quarter, and he he brought it up. So a lot of people didn't know. Matter of fact, it's one thing, by the way, for Kyle Shanahan's players not to know, but we're we're all sitting there. I didn't know either. And I had mentioned to to start the show this morning my wife, who's a very casual Super Bowl fan or NFL fan, kind of into the whole thing, the music and the commercials and, you know, all all the things. She says to me, what happens? This thing's about over. What happens if she knew the time? I went, I didn't know. (laughs) I don't know about you. And then about that time, Romo had said, hey, by the way, just keeps going. And then I was thinking, well, I hope somebody told him the truth because you're spreading that word. Probably most people out there didn't know what was going to happen. You knew overtime had changed, but from the regular season, it changes. It's not year to year. It's regular season overtime because they don't want those guys to play forever or more injuries can happen. So they can have ties. You 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 can have still have a tie in uh, in, in the regular regular season, but not not in this situation. So I wasn't sure either. I was thinking about college. I was thinking about all these different things. I had no idea, and it was kind of weird because I don't know if TV thought before that because Romo didn't say anything till the very end of Mahomes' drive. He he, he just, didn't know either. He kind of threw it out and I thought a producer in his yes. ear said, "Hey, uh, let, let everybody know. Cuz everyone was
0: wondering. And then you I, think Romo who puts in no work, you think he had any idea? Come on. So the head coach of the 49ers didn't know. Yeah,
4: he didn't know either. But, but <laughs> I mean, so so Peter King with his interview, great interview, uh he's got obviously as uh, Peter and Andy Reid are very very close. Uh, he got in for like 30 minutes in a room. Like, literally, they just won, and he finished the celebration and came over. And he's hanging out there with Peter King. And, and Peter King goes, Yeah, all the media people that were covering the game were all looking at each other. What's the rule? This quarter's almost over. What's going to happen? We know both teams get the ball and, you know, get a chance no matter what happens, even if the team that gets the first, you know, gets a possession first. If they have a touchdown, the game's going to continue to see if if the other team can score a touchdown and whether they go for one or two so yeah there was uh but i do like what the nfl's done but i don't think the nfl did a very good job of explaining it to a lot of people watching i did not know and i'm just being honest and if you knew what was going to happen after the fifth quarter uh i didn't know they're going to keep going i didn't know they're going to take a, a a little rest period there between quarters between the fifth and sixth quarter, but, uh, didn't happen, but it was funny, man. I, I felt a lot better when Peter King said, a lot of us didn't know what was next. So, wow, I feel a little better. I feel like a dumbass watching the game. Like, I don't know how many people out there were, were following at that point, but yeah, that was a, uh, Cray didn't matter. Obviously it was a great play call that a lot of people have been talking about and just, um, uh, Andy Reid's timing of it and everything else that was done was just fantastic. A Tiger 12, Tom and Jerry Wright, Gun Trips Wright, Bunch F, Shuttle X. That was a play. Start in motion. McCole Hardman started in motion inside, timed it perfectly, went back outside with uh, Mahomes rolling out and uh, could either run it or wait to see if somebody was open inside or outside and had a wide-open receiver for a very easy touchdown. And then I forgot, this has happened before at the end of them. Kansas City's won this way before on uh, on a call like that with motion starting inside and coming back outside. So that pre-snap motion, uh, once again, was uh, was a winner.
0: And they
4: had the hot dice, and
0: Andy hit it. Andy Reid was right on the money. Texter makes a really good point here, by the way. The referee during the overtime coin toss did explain it perfectly. Like he He was pretty clear. Talking about the overtime, right? I thought he gave a great explanation. Was it Vinovich, right? It was the, the referee who came I'm out and sure. spoke. Remember that though? I mean, he he exp- seemed to explain it pretty clearly. Said both teams get the ball. Yeah, but he, he should have I mean I seemed like a pretty good explanation. Well then why do you have your fullback, all pro fullback, coming out?
4: And one of your best defense alignment coming out and saying.
0: Because this is what happens when I you make friggin- a disastrous decision and you lose a Super Bowl. I had no this idea. This is what happens.
4: We thought maybe if we scored first, we were going to win. Maybe you do, but you didn't, and you had to to kick. By the way, just to be consistent for two days in a row and not be a complete phony, I got no problem with the fourth and four. We're going to have Kim Camper join us here in a, a little while. But fourth and four. At the Kansas City nine on that first drive in OT, I gotta kick a field goal. I don't know about you. If you're to be honest, I don't have the basketballs to go for it. No, I I, I had little soft uh, little kids baseballs. As bad as
0: that never. that part of the game was, you should have never been in that position though. That's why you don't take the ball. And again, like that decision is so unbelievably costly, and it's hard to imagine that this guy spent. That much time preparing for the game. And that was the best they could come up with. So I don't just think incredible. I don't think
4: Kyle Shanahan spent a lot of time thinking about overtime when he got to that point. I, I really don't. I mean it doesn't happen very often, but I don't think Kyle Shanahan was really concerned about the new format, which by the way, should have been, obviously. And I thought he was a little conservative, man. When he came out and they took the ball right away, I think a lot of coaches and a lot of places are going, what the hell is he taking it? Why are you going to open up and do it? Why wouldn't you take the ball second? Then you got so many different options. You, you know what you're dealing with. And if you want to go for two at the end of the game to win it, you can.
0: It just seemed, I mean, it's it's an obvious decision. And then, like, his explanation is even even worse. Yeah. Like, oh, can't we play third for third possession. possession and then Mahomes comes out the next day and he goes, there wasn't going to be a third possession. Right.
4: We're going to win or lose.
0: Which is really insane, too, because that's the other thing you got to think about if you're planning this, which I don't know, maybe they didn't plan it. If you're thinking about this, Joe, you got to kick a field goal first, right? You would never go for two if you scored the touchdown for on the first drive, right? You would never go for two because that a field goal beats you. Right. Wouldn't you expect the other team to go for two? Like, wouldn't you think to yourself, "Hey, isn't Patrick Mahomes going to want to go from the two-yard line with a chance to win instead of handing us the ball back with a field goal beats you?"
4: I don't know. It's one thing to it's just say, It's "Insane, man." I, I, I'm not. I'm not sure on that, but I, I will say they asked Andy Reid all these questions, and he was like, "Listen, Kyle Shannon's a really good coach. Um, this is a brand new format. That uh, it's a new format. That you know, it's not that re- new. They've been doing it in college. No, forever. no, 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 no.
0: But, but pretty similar."
4: Yeah, a little different.
0: And even know. if it is new, it's still not rocket science. Like how many analytics, you know, nerds do you yeah, need you to figure this out? To,
4: uh, well, listen, Kyle Shanahan probably listened to his guy. He came out with this and gave him some explanation why, but You Kyle, think he
0: blames some dude in the next coming days here?
4: Oh, I'm curious to see, first of all They're
0: gonna have some fun media I, availabilities I am, over there.
4: I am curious to see if Steve Wilkes gets fired, the defensive coordinator who Kyle Shanahan's been on a few times this year. And, and second of all, um, I don't expect Kyle Shanahan to go, you know, those decisions are on me because he kind of said, hey, I thought about all this stuff. I mean, he, he did what you have to do. You can't go, man. But he's got to be embarrassed that some veteran players, it wasn't rookies, two veteran players that are really good, one really good player on the defensive line and his fullback, who's an all-pro fullback, came out and said, we had no idea. No idea. What the, what the format was for overtime.
0: You want a couple quick texts Bad here? look, man. Bad look. Guy says uh, the referee was very clear explaining the overtime rules. He told the captains, we're starting a new game, gentlemen. He did say that. He did say we're starting a new game. And by the way, what happens when you win the coin toss to start a game, Joe? What do you do? You defer. You almost always defer. Woody, almost always.
4: I heard him say that, but that's kind of we got a new game like in that kind of a generic comment to make like hey guys here, he's on tv he's all mic'd up hey guys hey good stuff so far we got a good one here i think we've been pretty good and you guys have been pretty good too got a new game i i don't know you guys if you guys understood i'm just telling you that a lot of people in the media did not know what was going to happen if there would have been a sixth quarter
0: yeah but they're not playing though it doesn't matter no, all it's not people. for it's not for all of us to know, man. Like I mean, I didn't have to make the decision, and I keep hearing this. By the way, four hundred four zero says this too, and he goes, "San Francisco defense was spent; they needed rest."
4: Oh, I think they were spent.
0: That maybe so, but like they didn't look like
4: anything know. close to that first quarter.
0: Well, you know what? You got they kicked that ass in that first quarter. have about eight months to rest now. You don't rest in overtime in the Super Bowl. That, that's not when you try to buy your guys a few extra minutes. And with that also being said, again, I go back to this. They don't get that first down off a holding penalty. They go three and out. Their offense was struggling, man. You're talking about the, the San Francisco offense was struggling at the end of that game. Debo you, was running around on I, one leg. Can I tell you Kittle's who? Kittle's a non-factor. Kittle was hurt.
4: Well, he went in with his shoulder. He was hurt. Popped. I'll tell you who who wasn't tired. You see some of the plays Chris Jones <laughs> made in the game. <laughs> Nobody's talking about Chris Jones. He saved the game. Chris Jones and the pressures that he put in that game, either getting close to Purdy's arm or just blowing plays up where guys were open. I mean, those guys going, he was wide open. Yeah, but he didn't have any time to throw it because Chris Jones. Oh, he's wide open. Well, he didn't have any time because Chris Jones. I mean, you can go, you can dial up a play and he's wide open and and guys are going to be open but part of it is it's it's not just the coverage it's also the pressure and Chris Jones I mean I, I don't think he had a sack in the game but but Doesn't you saw matter, yeah though. you saw
0: That's why you asked that question the other day second most important position in football So Ayuk is on the top of the top of the screen right and and on this is on the third down play his defender actually falls down Ayuk is wide open Right across the middle of the field in the end zone. I mean it's an easy yes. pitch and catch. Yes. But Chris Jones is in there to, to you know bother Purdy, throws it to the ends up throwing to the wrong guy and gets you know gets contact on him, but Ayuk was wide open. Yeah. Chris Jones doesn't get in there, we got a completely different situation.
4: Well, I don't know how I guess on the one play at the end they, they didn't block him at all, but yeah, I don't know how Chris Jones is like not the number one player you're thinking about he is friggin' good and like the other guys he's really good in big games my god does Chris Jones show up another big game hey uh we got to go to break here we've got uh, a lot more stuff to get to here but before we do it's almost that time of the year man yeah the storms are getting bigger you start thinking about it do I have enough protection well weather its roof or windows i want to tell you about loctite impact windows doors and roofing boy those guys have a system set up that you are going to fall in love with if you're starting to look about ap- if you're starting to look around right now Uh, They got so many great things to make it affordable for you, to help you get it done. They can do it quickly with the best people and doing the best work. Impact windows are hurricane category five rated. Let's start with that. Impact windows and roofing, 100% financing, zero down. Also, I want to let you know, no interest, no payments for a year. Roofing materials, tile, shingle. Metal flat. Whatever it is you're looking for, they do it all. Here's a one that's really impressed people. Impact windows as low as six dollars per month per window installed. Hey, don't wait for the storm. That's too late. You need to get to them uh as quickly as possible. Got a Valentine's Day special running right now. If you love your home and you love your savings, now's the time. Get thirty-five percent off impact windows or roof replacement. This offer ends March first. So you might want to make a call today. Boy, they're covering uh, Dave Broward and Palm Beach counties. Loctite really takes care of, of everything for you, for permits to HO, uh, HOA approvals. They it all. It's a It's a true turnkey service, man. That's what they do. So don't wait too long for the next hurricane or heavy winds coming, big winds coming, big storms coming. Get on it now. They're really good at what they do gotta. I wish I could send all of you over there to see the whole process. It's very impressive. Call them 954-500-LOCK. That's 954-500-LOCK. Again, 954-500-LOCK. Get a hold of Loctite Impact Windows, Doors, and Roofing. They're really good.
2: And now, it's time for Hollywood's Headlines. Without further ado, here's Hollywood. All right, Woody.
4: Man, Kenny Walker and I are trying to talk a little bit. What do we got going on here today?
0: All right. Well, uh, first thing so We had some some pretty big news here. Joe it even needs it, is this it's is own, this South Florida news? It needs its own music.
4: Oh, I like this. Oh,
0: yeah. So after what do you have for? <laughs> is it sports related? I suppose. Sort of. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, loosely. Um, Larsa Pippen. And Marcus Jordan, Joe, after a year of dating and talks of marriage and happily ever after. It had no shot, Woody. Woody, it have, had no shot. They have gone their separate ways here, Joe.
4: It, it, it just, it didn't get off to a good start, but there was just too much around it. It was, by the way, Larson, it was one of the most pathetic things I've ever seen somebody do. There, there are just certain rules. I don't know, do women have a code? There's a man code, although we don't all follow it. I've been guilty myself from time to time in my mm. early days of breaking it from time to time. But <laughs> but I want to tell you, I don't think women have it. I,
0: don't I think, think you
4: should speak on behalf of women. I think women in South Florida backstab the hell out of each other. I'm not.
0: I, I do. That may be so, but I don't, still don't think you should speak. But I got to tell you, in the
4: world of sports, this is low, what she did. Scotty's not happy and Michael's not happy. And they don't like each other. And I think part of the reason, besides that documentary, I don't think this helped the whole thing. MJ's going, really? Marcus, you're dating my teammate, Scottie Pippen's wife? You guys are going around holding hands and going to get engaged and you love each other. It's weird. It's weird all the way around. We were teammates. You were a little boy. You were a baby. And she took pictures with you after games. What the hell are, what, what are we doing here?
0: This is weird. You don't think it's one of the weirdest things? I think it's bizarre. I just think. Does this the podcast go away? They're not going to do the podcast anymore? Maybe. I don't know. It's just tough, man. So now Lars obviously will go back you know, to working, to what? working her way through the NBA. And uh, Marcus will go back to, uh, I suppose, irrelevance.
4: I think Marcus can be just fine. I'm he'll be, yeah, he'll be works. financially,
0: he'll be okay, but He's he goes fine. back to being the irrelevant Jordan son. But
4: I think oh. the pressure of Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan of like against this, and I don't blame him, by the way. I, I'm a hundred percent. There are just certain things. When you get divorced, and even our kids who they date, you just go, this is just wrong, man. And and you speak up. Now I made a mistake of doing that, and it, it cost me some time with my kid, but but it's just, this is things wrong. That's a, you had to break a code there somewhere. Larsa broke the code and she knew it. Of all the young guys you could be with, you go with your ex-husband's teammate who happens to be maybe the greatest player to ever play in the game, Michael Jordan. That's weird, man. That's weird. The best one-two punch, one of the
0: best in the history of the NBA. This is tough, man. This was a great relationship. it take some time to get over here for all of us? <laughs> all right. <laughs> Sad to see it end. All yeah. right, Joe. Let's move on here. And um, sorry, man. I-, I don't know if you saw. I, I assume you didn't, but the um, you know we're going on Twitter after the, right after the Super Bowl ended, and for God knows what reason, the Jets decided that right after the Super Bowl, after like the most watched telecast in the history of the world. Uh, they were gonna go online and announce their new uniforms couldn't give it like That's, couldn't even give it a day couldn't even give it an hour who does that I have no idea
4: unless you're afraid everybody's gonna hate that uniform and they're still focused yeah on the Super Bowl
0: but they just look so bad and Woody Johnson put it out like on his Twitter account and it's like we're going with the old jerseys we heard you fans it's like the Super Bowl just ended like 10 minutes ago what on earth are you doing?
4: So I see Woody recently has called out the GM, the head coach, and said, we need a backup quarterback. We're so close. So they he was going all the people. But so he kind of rips his GM, rips his head coach, and he goes, what about Aaron Rodgers? And he goes, oh, no, Aaron Rodgers, a breath of fresh air. He's great. Everything he brings to this organization. Yeah,
0: sure.
4: So it was just kind of a
0: weird one. It will be very sweet to see them crumble next year, especially Aaron Rodgers. All right, we keep it moving here, Joe. Victor Wembanyama made a little uh, little history last night. Did you see his triple-double? No. 29 minutes. This is all it took him to do this, by the way. 27 points, 14 rebounds, 10 blocks, and 5 assists. He went 10 blocks? 10 blocks. Well, you don't hear that one very often. No, I think the last guy to do it was Hassan Whiteside. Remember, he had the triple-double blocks? That's right. And then he worked his way out of the league pretty quickly after that. Boy, Spo
4: was never a fan. No, they, we well, can say Spo was never a fan. Riley was a fan.
0: Well, remember, Hassan was like the greatest find in the history of basketball. Well, he was. It's pretty damn good. He's playing at the YMCA, and he comes in, and he's putting up those numbers.
4: Yeah, what happened to him? Remember, is it, was he addicted to video games?
0: No, no, I just don't think he, he cared or wanted to work or any of that kind of stuff. Well, he, got, he got some good money. He we was decided. a good example of a guy that gets paid and just stops caring. That would be a good example. All
4: right, Woody.
0: All right. Speaking of uh, being done and stopping playing here, Joe, uh, we've got some golfers uh, that are upset about the Waste Management Open. This is a bad mix here, right? You have professional golfers who are the most uptight, unlikable people on the face of the earth, and then you pair them with like. Golfing fans that want to have fun and want to drink, and want to—that's a party. That's a big party. Yeah, they want to have Phoenix. a party. It's in Phoenix. And it's a big party. Those golfers are so miserable that, like, they see other people having fun and it bothers them so much. So that guys like Zach Johnson were like, "I can't do this anymore. I'm done. Like, I'll never come back." Well, are they
4: screaming in their when they're their there back was swing? a little
0: screaming in the backswing. Yeah, well, I, I mean, think Jordan on, Spieth Woody. got someone to swing during his you start backswing. Start screaming, or you're getting ready. Yeah. Out. Well, you know what? Whatever.
4: Why you got to take a shot? You take a a shot shot at tennis players. Nothing I said was a shot there. Golfers all the time. I think
0: everything I just said was very accurate. I think that those golfers are so miserable that it bothers them to see other people enjoying themselves.
4: It's only tournament that they allow people to act like that.
0: That's young crowd. It's a big party. It looks like a lot of fun. It does. They're out having fun. That but being said, it did look like it got a little crazy this year. I saw people were like slipping, and sliding, and running all over the course. And I think something. there were a couple of fights nutty. out there. There There was, there the was a good events. fight out. But that's the thing. It was a golf golf spectator fight, though. It was a very weak fight. You see that with the video? Of that also,
4: one. Also, now you're saying people that watch golf are also no,
0: but it wasn't like you know those fights of the NFL games where the guys like you know kill each other. Really this knock was knock each other out. Is yeah. what
4: you meant. We have to go around killing each other. Oh, Woody, mm. you're really down on. Or are you more down on golfers or tennis players? Because you, why you, am I
0: down on tennis players? I all you do tennis. is rip
4: that. It, it's stuffy.
0: It is stuff. It's the you know opposite. So of is your ball. uncle stuffy? Why? Because he plays tennis. Yeah. If he when he's out on the courts, I'm sure he is. What's a bit? What, what's your thing with what the pickleball
4: or paddleball? they're not. You know what it is. It's going to be at
0: your tennis tournament this year. They're going to feature it.
4: By the way, horrible to watch on TV.
0: Horrible. Pickleball? The worst. I mean, it's no worse
4: than tennis. What? The same thing. You ever watch tennis on, on TV? I
0: have. I so have. I've watched those nine-hour matches in your major tournaments. Why
4: don't you try getting in that shape and see if you could play for four hours, Chomp? <laughs> Take shots.
0: <laughs> Chomp, huh? It's pretty good. Happy Gilmore you're had really, no issues with crowd you're noise. Really, True.
4: You're really going after the older people today. And I got a bunch of them. They want to fight you. I'm going to line them up outside for you. Kimbo
0: Camper. Did. You really screwed me on that one, by the way. You should have. Trying to blame me for Bo's all that coming nonsense. up in a couple minutes. Yeah, we'll see. Are you done? We'll see who gets the last laugh on that one, my friend. Are you done? I'm looking forward to this one. All right.
4: Hmm. Your entertainment. All right. Right now, I want to talk about something a lot more important. I'm not even sure Harvey Cohen or Gary Judah like you, actually. And they're really good at what they do. Boy, I'll tell you what. Injured in an accident happens to a lot of people, and when it does, then you got to make that decision. you got to find somebody to represent you to get you a fair amount of money that knows what they're doing, and that's why I love telling everybody. And by the way, not every accident case is a million-dollar case. Everybody knows that. The injury law firm of Cohen and Judah Implantation is small enough to handle fender benders and big enough to go to trial against the largest companies right here in South Florida and win. Now, here's what makes them a little bit different. We don't do handoffs there, no. There are no case managers, just two partners that handled your case personally from start to finish, Harvey Cohen and Gary Judah. Not only best friends, but 30 years of experience that are ready to go in and kick some butt for you exclusively handling all injury claims. You know, you're going to look around. Hopefully, you don't just see somebody and just go, I'm going with them. Hopefully, you set up a few interviews to meet people because once you meet these two, you're in. That's where you're going. They're that good. And wait till you see the work they do. Find out how they work. You're going to love it. Call Cohen and Jude at 866-Fair-Fee. That's 866-324-7333. If you're going through it right now, please Please check them out before you make a final decision. You're really going to love them. They're implantation covering all of South Florida. Visit their website at CohenandJuda.com. They're going to take really good care of you. I think you'll be impressed with them. That's 866-324-7333. Non-attorney spokesperson.
2: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.